Hey guys, uh, welcome back to another Cigar Talks with Jason. Uh, today I wanted to expand a bit more on dom-sub relationships and the things to look out for because this is a question I get an awful lot, probably more so than anything else. And there's unfortunately a lot of bad information out there. So um, what prompted this video was a woman emailed me and she was you know, just asking for, you know, what are things to look for in finding a good dom? So I want to cover both sides. Um, one of the absolute biggest red flags there is you should run for the fucking hills, no matter which side of the equation you're on. And this is super common, unfortunately, but it is no limits. I have no limits. Bullshit. Anyone who's actually experienced with a dom-sub relationship will tell you this is a massive red flag and you need to run away as fast as you can because everyone has limits. Like, I'm going to use some pretty extreme examples, but let's say I've got a fetish for hacking off limbs, you know, and I pull out a machete. Well, I'm pretty sure you're going to have a problem if I want to cut your arm off or your leg or whatever it is, you know, or you take into, you know, like scat, uh, acropophilia, you know, basically, yeah, I want you to eat my shit. Um, you know, the list just goes on and on and on. I mean, there's, I've shot some studio stuff, which is about like one step away from like a snuff film. And I mean, you can get pretty disturbing with this shit. The point is, if someone says I have no limits, they have no experience. They have no idea what the fuck they're doing in any way, shape, or form. And this is just an absolute recipe for disaster. Uh, second, and also equally as important, is... Playing before you talk. Like, let's say, you know, you guys match up on an app or... Uh, cider, you know, a bar, whatever it is. And it's like, oh, let's go home and I want to explore my dom subside. Bad fucking idea. Because once again, the thing is like, no matter what specific fetish or kink or niche you're into, there's about a million different variations of that. Um, like a very common one that I give is, uh, like a uh, like a cuckold relationship. That's where one partner gets off on watching the other partner have sex with someone else. You would think that's simple, but it's actually not. And like what turns some cuckolds on, like small penis humiliation, it turns half the people on out of their fucking mind. The other half, it is an instant turnoff. Like it'll kill it right then and there. The point that I'm making is that within everything, you know, whether you're using whips or, or you know, if you're into blood play or whatever it is, there's all kinds of little subtleties and nuances and limits and things that need to be explored and discussed first. And one thing that's extremely important is I always refer to it as like bedroom talk. For example, you know, Let's say a man or a woman tells you, oh, yeah, he just told me, you know, that he loved me. Like, really? Oh, yeah, he said it when he was fucking me. Seriously? It doesn't mean shit. A guy will say anything and everything if he's inside you. 
Same thing generally applies to most people when they're turned on. So the conversation when it comes to like limits and what you like, that needs to be like, I like to call it sober talk. You need to have that talk. A great time to have it is like after sex. So, you know, the person isn't, you know, hopped up on horniness and, you know, they're speaking with the level head because a lot of the times when someone's horny, something will go much, much further than they otherwise would if they weren't horny. The reason why this is important, how it comes into play is let's say, for example, I mean, I think most people will agree that a lot of sexual fantasies and kinks and fetishes stem from something during childhood or an experience early in life or whatever it is. And certain things, uh, like something that's also pretty common is someone will almost like play out a rape type fantasy or something very similar. And psychologically, even if they're not necessarily aware of it, subconsciously, they're basically trying to relive history, but rewrite the way that it played out. It's it's almost like a, a way of coping, a way of changing, you know, altering history. The concern is when you start getting into some of these things, you don't, I mean, especially if like the sub and the one who's, you know, I guess reliving the rape, if you will, if they're not aware of it and they haven't talked about it and whatever else, you can take that person to a very, very dark place. And especially if the Dom, you know, isn't familiar with aftercare, this can be like catastrophically bad and send the sub down a very, very dark path. And when I say aftercare, I know I've talked about this a little bit in a past video, but aftercare is like, you know, especially, you know, if you get into like beating your partner, obviously completely consensual, you know, once someone orgasms or when it's over, a lot of the times the sub or even the dom in certain situations can be feeling very exposed and very vulnerable emotionally. And like, if I take another person to that place, like the second it's over, you know, this is the kind of thing where I'd rather do too much than do too little and have it be damaging to the other person is, you know, I will cradle them and, you know, have their head here and just, you know, give them very gentle kisses on their forehead. And it's almost basically holding them and nurturing them being like, okay, it's over. We're back to reality. And again, I'm just throwing these out there as general guidelines. Um, But especially if you're going, it depends how far down the rabbit hole you're going to go, but understanding why you may have a certain fan fantasy or fetish or kink or whatever is really important because a lot of the times too, this can unlock memories, you know, that you weren't, may not necessarily have been aware that they were there and, you know, having a partner. And again, we're going back to, you know, the having a relationship, like talking first 
is having that trust. Uh, me personally, I'm not saying this is the be all end all way of doing it, but if I'm going to be someone's dom and I know I'm going to take them to a, you know, push their boundaries or their limits or take them to a dark place or, you know, things like that. I am personally only comfortable doing that if I've got a good foundation with that person, meaning we've had sex many times. I feel comfortable in, in reading that person's body language, you know, paying attention to like their pupil dilation, you know, the, their breathing, or, you know, if you've watched some of my adult content, people will notice things in me, like, you know, how I clench my hands or wiggle my toes or, there's lots of little things you can pick up on someone and why that's important, at least for me as a Dom is <sighs> my attitude in life is always hope for the best, but plan for the worst. I would like to think that in a perfect world, a submissive would always say when they're feeling uncomfortable or, you know, if something goes too far or whatever it is, but I'm more, pragmatic and I, I always want a backup because you have to put yourself in the other position because imagine if you're the sub or you're the dom and you're feeling uncomfortable or something's not feeling quite right but you can see in your partner you know that your partner's like turned on out of their mind and you know they're really really into it it could easily prevent you from speaking up or saying something you're like oh you know I'll just let it go, you know, because whatever. So for me, that backup is I need to have enough of a foundation with that person to feel comfortable enough that even if this person isn't actively saying like, okay, that went a little too far, I can read their body language, their eye movement, whatever it is to be like, okay, something's not right here. Let's take a step back, whatever else. Um, now, if you're a sub and you're looking for a dom, something that's extremely important, you know, besides the communication and limits and everything, is confidence. And what I mean with confidence is just, like, almost uh, someone who's not shouting and screaming, oh, I'm so big and I'm bad and blah, 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 blah. You know, someone who just has a very quiet, um, almost like... Muhammad Ali, um, just very having difficult time articulating what I'm saying, but okay. What you're not looking for, I guess is would is a better way of putting it is a lot of the times a quote unquote Dom, especially on apps like grinder or, um, fet life or different things like that. They almost have like a high school bully type of mentality. It's like they're a sadist. And the thing is, even as a sub, even if you're like, oh, yeah, the idea of like a sadist just like crucified me, blah, 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 turns you on out of your mind. Again, that's the bedroom side talking. You know, that's bedroom talk. In reality, you don't want someone that's going to go so far off the deep end that something really bad happens. But. What I'm talking about is you need to find someone who's confident yet aware of it's like the one of my favorite quotes is like with great power comes great responsibility. So a dom needs to be aware of the power and control 
that they have, and they need to be responsible with that. They need to be confident. They can't be like a little kid with a fucking anthill. Like, if they have a bully-type mentality, if they're the type of guy, um, actually, a great example of how to tell, like, a bully-type mentality is if someone is, like, a total fucking asshole douchebag to, like, wait staff or service personnel, that person is a bad fucking dom. Like, a true dom is going to be polite and respectful, and they're dominant, but it's in a very caring, nurturing, protective way as well. Those of you who experienced that, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, if you're a dom, oh, what the fuck? Um, if you're a dom, one of my, I want to say favorite because it's actually hysterical when I see this shit, and I see it all the time all over, like, different apps, websites, etc. It's someone who's like, oh yeah, I'm a sub. And then I want this and this and this and this and this and we're going to do this and we're going to do that and blah, 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 blah. Like they've scripted out the entire fucking scenario. And it's like, no, actually you're not submissive. You just have a very, very specific fantasy that you would like to fulfill. Because in a true dom-sub relationship, the sub... A lot of the times, it's almost cliche, but they tend to be um, people who have a lot of power and control and responsibility and work or other aspects of their life. So for them, becoming a sub is like them giving up that control. And for it to be truly healthy, they need to trust the other person because Without that trust, the whole fucking thing falls apart, and then it's just a fucking douchebag asshole on a power trip, or someone pretending to be a sub who's not actually a sub. It's just, again, I have a very specific fantasy. So, it really, when you get a true dom-sub relationship, it's almost like, it's almost like watching a, a play, like all the parts work together. It's not something that should have to be forced. It's something that's very beautiful. Like, ideally, and the thing is, you should have some type of relationship outside of the bedroom, depending on how far down this road you want to go. I'm not saying you have to be dating or you have to be married, but some type of, like, you know, whether it's going out to eat or going for a walk and talking about these things, there needs to be a foundation outside of like, hi, let's fuck, bye. Because the more of a foundation there is, the more enjoyable the dom-sub relationship is going to be and the more places you're going to be able to take it. So if you want to be a sub, you need to know how, and I'm not saying, I'm not going to the opposite end of the spectrum and saying like, oh, if you want to be a sub, you're just like a fucking object and you're just going to get kicked. Like, it's important for you to communicate the things that you're okay with and you're not okay with, with the Dom and you guys, you know, navigating that road together, but just understand the fundamental part of being able to give up that control and that responsibility and, you know, 
for a lot of subs, it's just they don't want to have to make any decisions. And a really, really important key part that I'm not even mentioning here is a dom-sub relationship doesn't even necessarily need to be sexual. It can be, you know, like very, very simple things like going out to eat, the dom, you know, ordering for the sub. And again, it's, you know, the a true dom actually cares about the sub's feelings and needs and wants and everything else. Like, if I was your dom, I'm not going to just order some nasty shit for you to eat. If I'm your dom, I know what you like, I know things you'll enjoy, and I may order something new for you that I personally believe you'll enjoy because, okay, you like this, this, and this also, therefore you should like this. So, really, it, I mean, if you watch any of my other videos, there's just certain personality traits, you know, to look out for, like the being rude to wait staff or service people, or, you know, if uh, Dom is just a douchebag asshole, like, look at the way they talk about other people in their life. And the sub, you know, again, make sure they're not trying to just live out some kind of fantasy. And also, I guess in closing, be open to new experiences. Be open to trying new things because there may be things that you never even thought of that you might enjoy. Um, don't have this very, very specific rigid fantasy like one request, um, this is going to be a little bit of an extreme example, but one request I've gotten a lot is, you know, someone will contact me and they'll be like, oh, I want this and then you're going to do this and I'm going to do this and you're going to wear this and blah, 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 blah. I mean, this shit goes on for pages, but like I will never take one of those requests ever because the thing is, no matter how great it is, reality will never match the fantasy. So again, when it comes to the Dom sub thing, Work with your partner, find out what works for you guys, and don't have just this rigid thing that you're just clinging to. Be open and you know let it become whatever it can because really the greater the foundation, the greater the experience, the more enjoyment you're gonna have. And above anything, trust and communication, nothing is more important than those two things. I hope you guys were able to take something away from this video. If you did like it, please like, comment, share, subscribe. I'd love to reach a larger audience. I love you all.